So, Jed, I remember we had to call that audible last week on our show. Yes. So we, Joe, we had a fan suggestion about the Friday the 13th. Um, what was it, the Friday the 13th? What would you call that, Jedi? A copycat killer? Yes, a copycat killer. So, Joe, our last show, we were going to do it on the copycat killer in Greenfield, Mass. I think it was 1988. Basically, some guy was, I mean, you see these stories every once in a while where someone's obsessed with Friday the 13th or Halloween, that they end up acting it out and they really kill someone. And then when they go into the basement, they have like 9 million things of memorabilia. <laughs> the parents are always like, what? I, don't, I never knew this was happening. <laughs> he kind of looks strange, though. Like something was off about him. <laughs> yeah. Now, Joe, five minutes before the show, we were doing it on that. And then I called Jedi. I said, listen, let's do it the right way. And we've never done anything where we went on location. I'm like, this would be kind of cool if I went to Greenfield, like an hour away. Kind of cool area. Have you been to Shelburne Falls at all? I have not. Oh yeah, it's it's beautiful out there. Um, there's a town called Buckland, and you can you walk across the bridge and the thing called the Bridge of Flowers. You probably really wouldn't appreciate it. I really don't either. But it's just a whole bunch of flowers and a bridge, and it describes <laughs> what they are. <laughs> I actually went to <clears throat> Falls once because they were um, they were filming the movie The Judge with Robert Downey Jr. and it was cool. You could sit there and watch, and they had a thing where, like, they had a truck driving down, so it made it look like it was raining. So they, they were, like, filming that movie. You know the movie The Judge? Yeah. But um, anyways, to make a long story short, I was doing research on this case, and I saw, like, 15 years ago, someone went into town to do a little uh, m little documentary on the, the Friday the 13th uh, copycat killer. So I messaged what what ended up happening in this case joe jedi so what the sister found her in the bathtub right yes and so the... it was supposed to be her right or they they were on a double date and that's how they knew each other i'm not sure about that actually <laughs> but anyways joe the there was twin sisters one sister went home and she couldn't find her sister and she was in the bathtub dead so this woman, I thought I had the great idea to contact her and see if she wanted to talk about. The oh my case. gosh! You asked me. <laughs> Wait, you asked the living sister to be on the show. I didn't know. Oh you were my god! To do that. Well, the the only reason I did that is because I read that this girl wanted the story to be told the right way. So I was like, oh, maybe we could do this. I and mean, what a mistake that was. She messaged me back. She's like. The first three words were in caps. No, no, no. Why can't people let this case go? But Jedi, she ended up being super nice. We talked back and forth a little while. And Joe, the thing, the thing about the case is the guy who killed the girl got found in the woods dead. What was he, hung Jedi? Yeah, he was hung by a tree. I think that what the, it was suicide. Well, that's the that's the thing. They're like, is it suicide or did like the whole town end up like getting them? Right. That's the debate. Yeah. Right. Uh, who cares? Does it matter how it happened? So I did mention to her about well, what do you think happened? And she basically said, oh, people that think that the town got back at him, that's just a bunch of rumors. So she thinks that he killed himself. I do, too. That's also a win. It's a win win situation. I don't understand What's there to be upset about? Even if even if the town lynched him and threw him up there and, and he died that way, but they're like, he hung himself like Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I think vigilante justice is a good thing. Oh, yeah, that's what, that is a good thing. Now, Joe, the reason I wanted to get her on is I wanted to ask her if she thought that it hurt what happened to his sister. <laughs> What? No, you're right. Joel, yeah. always says like, these really dumb questions. Is she all right? <laughs> oh my god! So, Joe, I wanted to that Hamas thing that's going on right now. I saw this interview with like a kid. The kid was like six or seven, and they translated. And he was like, "Oh, I want to like stab people and cut their throats, and I want to grow up to be a suicide bomber." Isn't it crazy how they're brainwashed like that? 
Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's an interesting, it's a really interesting situation. I've actually seen videos, too, where they talk to, like, regular adults in Jerusalem, and they're like, you know, we should just go in there and annihilate all the Palestinians. So it's a it's a two-way street there. Um, obviously, you know, Hamas's problem is that it's a terrorist organization. It's not a country. So when they do things... It's a terrorist attack just by nature. Uh, and when you're attacking civilians, and obviously that's exactly what a terrorist attack is. It's meant to uh, strike fear in the citizens because, you know, you can't beat the other person's military. Um, you know, they were broadcasting it via GoPro, Todd. That's uh, I mean, the evidence is damning. You know, there's no there's no defending it. And I think even if you support Palestine and its right to existence, um, again, if you understand the whole backstory of this, like these people were living there mm -hmm. for a really long time after uh, after the Jews left Israel. And then in 1948, they were like, we're just going to you guys could just move to the outskirts of town, get out of Jerusalem. You can have East Jerusalem, but this is going to be where the Jews are. That was like, not nah, that, that wasn't cool. Uh, and the problem is if you want to get into the conspiracy end of this thing is, and you can blame this all on the British and you can also uh, blame this on uh, Woodrow Wilson, but uh, or Harry Truman, rather. But, I mean, these guys were obsessed with the idea of fulfilling the Bible. Um, and the interesting thing about the Old Testament Jedi is that it's the Jews book that they wrote for themselves. And in it, it says they're the chosen people. Right. And that they should, you know, that they have the right to that land. It's, it's promised by God. Then there's the New Testament. Uh, and in that book, Todd, Jesus, who's a Jew, by the way, suddenly becomes not a Jew. Uh, and, and, uh, in fact, starts his own religion. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's a bizarre story, the yeah. whole thing. Uh, and, and really what it's led to, but people, uh, cause right now it's like the Jews aren't the chosen ones. They were, but now we are. And somehow people down in, in the Southern part of the United States have decided that I guess white Jesus, uh, as he's come to be known and loved by people like Megyn Kelly, mm. uh, white Jesus actually prefers the United States over any other country. And so there's this weird Southern Baptist, uh, you know, they they really want the Jews back in Jerusalem because it was like three covenants ago. Uh, I, like it doesn't even make sense. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, uh, because the Jews are still around. And, and so like, if, if you want, it's like the, the forefather of the Christian faith, but it's still a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, weird. Yeah. I remember weird. it's, it's almost time. It's almost like the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. And then you try to, you try to loop the Baltimore Colts into it. You yeah. know, like, no, the Colts are the Ravens because they were the Baltimore. But then the Browns aren't the Browns because, uh, you know, the Browns moved. to Like, it's it's yeah. very confusing when you start using other people's histories to explain your own because you, you can't just sort of branch off and take it with you. Yeah, That's like very the, hard to talk about it or, you know, not offend any side at all. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's like the Houston Texans, uh, the quarterback with over 400 yards. Like the last time this happened in franchise history was Warren Moon. I'm like, these are two completely. That doesn't, that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right. You're like, oh, back when they were the Houston Oilers, that's a different team. Yeah. Right. But again, that's sort of what you're dealing with where like the histories they don't they don't mesh um yeah. and and you know the old testament as far as we can tell is historically very inaccurate they use names it's almost like um uh 
like uh like if you wrote a book now uh and Donald Trump was the president but the rest of the book is just fiction you know it's it's completely made up it's not historical fact just because you said you know in 2016 Trump was the president that's kind of what you get with the bible it's like there's names that are real people yeah a lot of the timing doesn't make sense uh, uh you know the exodus which is one of the most important things in jewish history it didn't happen there was no exodus like that's been proven now like through science uh moses wasn't a real person like uh, it, it's i think it's time for people to just sort of grow up and get over it god didn't cut a deal with anybody in the last 2000 years like it it didn't happen it just didn't happen. It's 2023. We understand how the laws of nature operate. Let go of your superstitions, religion, Friday the 13th, whatever. I'm telling you, it's we're we're so advanced at this point that to sort of fall back on ancient nonsense is kind of laughable at this point. You so, can't do that, though. A lot of people, culture-wise, I see you laughing. <laughs> I know, because I understand it, but it's like all it does is lead to problems because, you know, listen, I'm an atheist. You're an atheist, too. Uh, no. <laughs> do, you believe in, do you believe in Zeus? No. That's a god. You don't believe in that god. Therefore, you are an atheist. Now, you believe in the Judeo-Christian God, and I don't. And that's the only difference between you and I. I go one further than you. The Joe, one that you but... think is the real one, I also don't think exists. So we're all atheists to a degree or another. She believes in the United States one. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. White Jesus, <laughs> right, who loves the United States. Here's the Let me ask you this. I just another another good example. I read in the Bible recently. Uh, I, I I'll get you the scripture later on, but uh, God cannot defeat an army if they have iron chariots. It's in the Bible. Are you serious? Yes. I don't remember that. It's in the Bible. I'll send you the <laughs> I'll send you the link later on. That's in the Bible. Google that if you don't believe me. I was thinking about this, though, Todd. San Francisco, that's like modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is like a shit town. Yeah. They've combined to win 13 out of the 58 Super Bowls. God's not that good at football. That's my thought. Yeah. Am I wrong, Todd? <laughs> That's like, am I wrong? You think God wanted the 49ers to be six time champions? I don't think so. Why would he reward San Francisco if they're, if they're so vulgar uh, in promoting homosexuality? Why do they always, why are they going to win another Super Bowl this year, Todd? I think, is that the devil? I think you're jumping the gun. I think San Fran has five. (laughs) Well, I'm banking on six, (laughs) the mark of the beast. Yeah. And their quarterback, by the way, is Brock Purdy, number 13. <laughs> the, Joe, I was just thinking that there, I was on some conspiracy pages today. There's a lot of stuff going on, like the main the, the main mass murderer, yeah. like the Hamas. Now, people are tying it into like, oh, they're doing the whole Dave Weiss thing where they're like, oh, this main thing is so stupid. That's to take away like some uh, some of the publicity of Hamas. So you get that whole thing going on right now. Yeah. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith is doing her part too in this whole conspiracy of will <laughs> and her book. <laughs> Again, right? There's there's gonna be people that that will say things like, you know, uh, we can't help refugees from the Middle East. We've got soldiers living on the streets. Like, oh, okay. What if we allocated money and took care of both of those problems in one bill? That's not you can happen. do yeah my point is though you can do two things at once yes. you can you can take care of the people at home and also support Ukraine and also support Israel like you could do all those things 
You could condemn Hamas for their disgusting actions. You can also condemn the Israeli government for the oppression that they've put on the Palestinians. Is it fair to blame them for what happened? No. Did they cause conditions that made it more conducive that there would be a terrorist attack? Yes. I told you a couple weeks ago, Benjamin Netanyahu knew beforehand and come to find out from the former head of the Israeli intelligence, Todd, he did know. And much like is alleged with FDR at Pearl Harbor, he let it happen. He didn't mind all those people getting massacred if it meant he could go to war and destroy Palestine. That's a little bit shady. Mm. If you support that, though, you're like, I don't care. Blow it up. Like, okay, but not everybody in Palestine is Hamas. Hey, Joe, so like I told you before, we have all the immigrants in town. We only have 10,000 people, and I heard we have 650 immigrants. And that's what people are doing. Like, oh, well, you're giving them money, but you won't give, like, people who live here. So you, you can do both, but that people yes. are, you know. Politicians will always present it as a, we can help you or we can help them. Why do they do that, Todd? <laughs> they do that because they want you to hate them. Uh, and that goes a long way towards what we, we can't help both. It's like, oh, you could, you should help both. That should be your focus. Then you don't again, have, have the Democrats done anything about trying to trying to ratify abortion rights? I mean, the Republicans are so dumb and they keep running their mouths about bans and stuff like that. Nobody wants that. That's a problem they haven't solved. Todd, before you jumped on. Jedi and I were, were BSing a little bit. And of course we were talking transgenders. Has anybody in the last two years, we've been talking about this incessantly, right? Uh, uh, biological males, yeah. biological males who are females competing in sport. Has anybody proposed a solution to any of those problems, the bathroom problem or the sports problem? No, not one Republican has made any suggestion as to how to fix that problem. So oh, it's not good for business, and it's not it. good for fundraising. So we, we just and instead we just complain about it, and nothing happens. Yes, they they want you to have an opinion, yeah. they want you to be pissed about it, and they want you to argue with other people about it. And again, in some way, you sort of think the transgender people are the problems, or the stupid Democrats that want the them in in to change with your daughter, bunch of perverts. And it's like, dude. While you're saying that your former president's been indicted five different times in multiple cases, he's facing multiple felony charges. Meanwhile, they're they're trying they're investigating Hunter Biden. And, and Todd, the stupid part of this now we're finding out is the years that they're alleging that Hunter Biden was selling access to his father was when he was out of office. So What's the you mean, crime? You mean like when Trump was in or Obama? Trump or was the president, yes. And that's where they're alleging Hunter Biden made all this money and was selling access to his dad. He wasn't the president, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's just what people do. They're going to complain. Of course it's what they're going to do. It's a great distraction. But again, we want to believe all the, like, again, the conspiracy theory people. Here's where you guys fail big time. I'm going to be quite honest with you. And Todd, you, you've sort of struck this chord before, both with Dr. Fetzer mm -hmm. and with Dave Weiss. You guys believe in way too many of the same, of like these conspiracy theories. One or two, Todd, one or two. All right. Maybe all of them get the fuck out of here. <laughs> This hey, government I'm a guy, you're a big no, guy. I know, Todd. You know, I know, dude. I you're the <laughs> man. Like, I, I love Todd, wants to hear it all out. He can he'll believe some of it, but he's a he's a he's become a very factual dude, and I love this about him. <laughs> but if you believe that the government of the United States, one that right now doesn't have a speaker, our Congress has been paralyzed for three fucking weeks, you think that group is running mass conspiracies that you're not aware of. Does that make any sense? Do those people seem capable 
yeah of hiding all of those secrets and lying about all dude they can't agree on anything but they're all keeping these big like the earth is flat yeah, like, yeah. come on well why that's so none funny. of that makes yeah. sense and you're giving a bunch of morons who are self-serving way too much credit joe i just i did you see the um neil degrasse tyson thing on this is that what you're getting or no no oh it's so funny you're saying this because i saw this yesterday someone interviewed neil degrasse tyson and he's like so you think that the government is hiding all these things he's like have you ever worked for the government <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's going on there right do you think they're hiding all these secrets which is so true what you're saying yeah, again, for the same people that, you know, AOC and Nancy Pelosi, they're these incompetent, and the, the people on the left, you know, back, these guys are useless. Right, and you think they're working together and hiding all of the world's secrets? Like, what? Come on. Again, that's why, Todd, if you want to believe one or two of them, sure. Right? It's in everyone's best interest to keep, keep your mouth shut. Like, all right. But all of them, that's too much. Jedi, one or two, but I still believe that those astronauts, something was up when they were, like, faking, when they were, like, flipping upside down, and it looked like they were attached to a tether. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the video. The, Can I the, tell the... you something I learned just today? Yeah. Do you know the International Space Station is like 230 miles up it, it, or or it's some it's not far right it's right yeah no i know not that far up the the gravity up there is slightly diminished it's 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 not weightless you're not out of the earth's atmosphere so our gravity still applies to them apparently they would just fall to the ground if they weren't tethered. They, it's not like they would just drift off. They're, they're still subject to gravity at the International Space Station. So the tethers and stuff that you see, it's just to keep them from falling. It's not to keep them floating. Uh, we have to have Dave back on. <laughs> yeah, he got some splaining to do. I just watched that this morning, yeah. and I was like, oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. But it So there like is gravity excited. at the International Space yeah. Station. So, yeah, things do fall sometimes because gravity, duh. I mean, you can see the space station. If you ever watched it go across, I mean, you can get alerts yeah. and find out when it's going over. I incorrectly on the radio like two months ago said something like 20 miles and people freaked out, but I think it's like 230 or, or it's not, it's not anything uh, yeah. too mind blowing. And again, uh, you know, Elon Musk and, and his uh, SpaceX, they weren't going anywhere. They didn't really go anywhere. They went into uh, uh, like, they didn't leave the earth's atmosphere. Well, I mean, They're not they, really. Oh, yeah. You can only go as high as the firmament. Right. You can only go as high as the firmament. Greetings, Morts, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond, Jedi Todd and producer Joe back again. My father always told me that if you didn't have your health, you didn't have anything. However, for some reason, some people think being unhealthy is a way of life. And that's the way they support their livelihood and everything else. But, you know, it's all a lie. Um, the way Jedi just put that, your health is everything. I think about that all the time. We go around, uh, we're trying to make money, do this, do that. Then I feel like if you're on your deathbed looking back, you'd be like, that stuff like didn't really matter. Yeah, like, that's health, true. Family. Hello. Yeah. 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 Right, right. 
Oh yeah. I've been there and it's like, dude, I mean, I, I'm not, I used to burn the candle, uh, on both ends and work through the night. I don't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> like tomorrow's another day. I'll just do stuff tomorrow instead. Now I've definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. I, you don't know. I mean, man, you had a close call. Yeah. I still, yeah. I still think about that stat that the doctor told you, what was it? A, 37% chance you'd be alive in five years or something. Yep. Oh, my goodness. That is insane. Yeah, right? You don't want to hear that. That's scary. It's like, I'm not going to keep doing what I was doing. That that was a recipe for disaster. And all you had to do is pay attention to the psychic we had on. Stop drinking the Coke. and <laughs> 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 That's what we got out of that psychic Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew she was there to save my life? Right? <laughs> Too bad she couldn't be more interesting otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jedi, the big question is, is cancer a business or a disease? I think now with the internet, it is a business for a lot of people. I mean, talking before you came on, Joe jo didn't really know that this was a thing. What? That, I didn't you know, know people, people were faking, were faking stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, faking cancer. Whenever you sent so me, you sent me a clip, mm -hmm. and my wife asked me what tonight's show was about, and I said, "Oh, I don't. They don't ever tell me." Yeah. I said, but I did get a clip, Marilyn, Ruchon or something. So. And my wife went, "Oh, Madeline Russo. She yeah. like faked that she had cancer." There's a lot of that going around on the, and I was like, what? That's a thing. I literally had no idea up until I went and just downloaded that clip for the show, Todd. I didn't know this was a thing. You're giving, um, you're giving us humans a little too much credit. We get to the <laughs> bottom of the barrel and some of this stuff. No, Joe, I mean, uh, this is something I still think you have a better chance coming back from murdering someone than coming back from pulling a fake cancer scam. Yeah. Yeah. Your reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when there was a time where if you were a draft dodger, your political career was over? Right. And now George Bush, Donald Trump, Obama didn't serve. Like it's not it stolen valor isn't even as bad yeah. as it used to be like uh, it's weird it's weird how we've sort of just abandoned those thoughts oh, yeah, while you're on that subject joe i was having lunch the other day and there was four people sitting next to me they were from germany or so, they were from germany and one guy was talking about the military and some lady walked by and she goes oh thanks for your service and all of them started laughing i'm like why are they laughing and one of the women said, I bet you haven't heard that before. And they're like, oh, yeah, people don't understand in Germany. It's not looked like it is in the United States where they say thank you for your service. Because I think, like, you you have an obligation to do that in other countries. Yeah, well, and, yeah. and you know, in Germany, they've had to specifically keep their military limited just by the restraints put on them by, uh, you know, post-World War II. Because every time Germany's military gets to be big and powerful— they try to take over the world. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, uh, and right now that is the, uh, the biggest army in Europe again is, is Germany. But yeah, uh, people in Germany, they did look at the military, uh, much differently years ago than they, than they do now. That stain's never going to go away. Yeah, Joe, you know something about every, like, I always know I can bring something up and you'll be able to finish it off. <laughs> you Todd, nowhere else it. can my nonsensical in the information <laughs> I have in my head goes nowhere other than on this show. Does it come in handy? Joe is like the all knowing Oz <laughs> yeah. behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. So this Madison Russo girl, she was a TikToker. She would have tiktoks every day like updating her pancreatic cancer and pancreatic that that's the bad one right that yeah that's um, the like you, there's no cure right once you have it it's almost like a death
I get that in prostate cancer mix up. Yeah. So she had, she got over $37,000 and we do have a clip of her talking on TikTok. You're kind of just coasting along, but, um, I've had a little bump in the road. So it's my week off chemo. So I've just been doing, um, radiation. However, I've kind of came down with this fever. It's been really weird because I don't, I don't feel like sick. I don't really have like cold or. Yeah, so that I think she was 19 Jedi. And these people, there has to be some type of consequences. It can't be like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Like, I just got like 40 grand. That girl's well, hot, too. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure she, couldn't she do something with that? Like, why? I don't understand why you would. I, I mean, are are people okay with this stuff? Or, or is that like, you know, does that get you banned, Jedi? How does that work? Well, she got over 400 people to donate to her um, by putting her story out there. But the re main reason why she said she did this was because so her family would focus on her. So I don't know if they were having issues and this is her, you know, grand scheme on bringing her family back together. But it's it's crazy that a lot of people do this for attention, apparently. Uh, now, yeah, I mean, that that's insane. Now, I don't remember I talked about this last show. Did I tell you about the lady in town that got scammed? No. I, um, I don't remember. Uh, first of all, you guys would never, ever in a million years donate to anything unless you knew the person, right? right? Yeah. These people donate are insane, like hundreds of dollars or thousands, and you don't know them at all. That's weird. Yeah, so one of my friends messaged me on Facebook about two weeks ago, and she said, she goes, oh, my God, Todd, do you have any idea how to reverse a Bitcoin transaction or how to, like, uh, I mean, you, there's no way to do that stuff now. Do you know how to, like, file a claim or anything? And I kind of knew right away, like, Bitcoin, I feel like once you send that money, it's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. This girl it's it's gone before you start, technically, but it's <laughs> definitely gone once you, yeah. This, did you see the soup, the football square I did, Joe? Yep. So, anyways, her um her mom Jedi lost her life savings. She got a phone call. I forget the whole story, saying something like she's losing her social security number or something. She oh my gosh. she wired somehow. They told her to do Bitcoin. They taught her how to do it. This is like a seventy year old woman. She wired uh, forty-one thousand dollars in Bitcoin to these like Nigerian scammers. Oh my gosh! Now Jedi, they started a GoFundMe. She got like all. It was at like thirty-eight thousand dollars the other day. Like everyone in town rallied around her. Oh, that's nice. My friend is like, my mom is so embarrassed. She's like, asked. I think they're really religious. She's like, she's asked forgiveness from my dad and the church and all this. So it's, so I love that the town has collectively taken a forty thousand dollar hit to make up for this lady's forty. Like that doesn't that just doesn't add up to me. It's like everyone in town's a little bit poorer just to get this lady back to where she was. Like I, I don't know. Like GoFundMe is the weirdest thing, Joe. Like people's kids die or something, and all of a sudden it's like a GoFundMe. It's just like yeah, I mean, they I, use it as a burial plan. I, I mean, know that's it's just what it is. It's just kind of like a weird thing. Like I, I don't know. I mean, not that they don't need it, but it's just kind of like the times. It's so funny if someone would have told you twenty years ago, like, oh, if something happens, like you're gonna get a whole bunch of money for it. Well, do you remember when that used to be what they did at church? The second collection, everybody would throw a fiver in, and they would give it to the family who yeah. lost their house in a fire or whose dad died of cancer. Like that's what the church did. But now that money goes to, you know, resolve lawsuits uh, from former altar boys and, and the like. And so there's less uh, support from the churches and you need GoFundMe. So again, God has failed as far as fundraising is concerned. He's literally turned that over to the common man. Wasn't that unreal, Joe, when all those cases were breaking? I feel like it was most, like, New England was, like, a lot of it. And it's like, this this priest, this priest, and it's like, what is happening? Why are they all gay pedophiles? All I, well, again, right, listen, the people that scream the loudest in opposition of something 
generally that's the people, you know, that are doing it. Uh, yeah. They're obsessed with it for a reason. Joe, like I remember once before you said the people screaming the loudest about homosexuality, the ones giving blowjobs. Yes. Those are the people that get busted. I'm telling you, it's like they're, they're super into it. You wouldn't, for you to be that anti something, it's yeah. got to really be hitting home for you. You're like, hey, homosexuality is wrong. And it's like, uh, guy, calm down. You know, there's a reason that you're losing your shit about it. Clearly, Didn't there's... some NBA guy uh, get caught recently? Dwight Howard. Yeah. <laughs> And don't you love how he was like, oh, being extorted. Okay, I, I, I did it. Like, consensual. He doesn't even care. I was laughing. There was an article on ESPN.com this morning about it. And Jedi, the comments, um, a, a barrage of Hispanic males and black <laughs> males were commenting, I'm the straightest guy in the planet. And I was like, if you have to go on Facebook and declare yourself on an article about a guy... <laughs> Right. having sex with another guy and you're like, I'm straight. It's like, why are you on that article? And why did you feel the need to right? declare your yeah. sexuality for the world on that article? Like, that's weird. That's a weird, you saw Dwight Howard made him also ESPN should be ashamed of themselves in 2023. The way that story was presented, um, uh, Dwight Howard forced himself on a man as if like, Forcing yourself on a person isn't bad enough, but it was gay. Ah, like, give me a break with that shit. And again, if you clicked on that article, it's because you were kind of interested in like Dwight Howard. Like, did he, yeah, is he a catcher or a pitcher? I know he's a center in basketball. Uh, If you were that interested in knowing it and then you felt the need to declare your sexual, I'm so, I'm, I'm the straightest guy on the planet. Um, the straightest guy on the planet wouldn't have to call himself the straightest guy on the planet. You know why? He just he just goes out there and plows. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, but he doesn't... It, it was a weird story. I mean, it, it isn't. I mean, he he touched someone through their underwear. He wanted this person to have a threesome with another man dressed as a woman. <laughs> you know, it was just a bizarre. He's story, trying. So I don't think. I don't think that they wanted to publish all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, but again, people want those details. Why? But Joe, don't you think nobody cares if he's gay or not? Like, I don't think anyone cares. He nowadays. did. He cared. Well, of course. <laughs> well, Jedi, we live in a world where if you're a seven foot, 280 pound black guy who's an NBA star or a former NBA star, you have to live up to this perceived macho uh, alpha male reputation and he doesn't live that way in his real life and so if you've always wondered why Dwight Howard Todd has never never quite realized his potential it's probably because he was living a double life Mm. uh, as 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 an actual gay man and that's uh, and not only is it unacceptable Jedi in the professional sports ranks it is particularly uh, 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 reviled in the black community. So super tough situation if you're Dwight Howard. But again, but his wife or, or girlfriend, ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. Uh, had alleged that he right. was gay as well. Right. Yes. He fought it tooth and nail. Right. But he knows he was gay. He's been gay the whole time. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, another great situation, uh, University right. of Florida. He was gay. Right. Uh, and had to, again, because he was a gangster, like you're in a gang and you're in the NFL, right. like, and you're Hispanic, like X, X, X. No way, dude. Go have sex with a woman and pretend you like it. <laughs> and then murder people because you're living like this fucking world that you hate. Right. And you're you're miserable. This is why again, like this idea of like just letting people be and live their lives like to the best of their abilities. It might be weird to you, but at least they're not hacking people up. Right. So Jedi, like you said, you were telling Joe that this was a thing. Another one that just happened, Joe. Robert Mercier wanted to play in the World Series of Poker, Joe. He didn't have any money. So he started to go fund me saying he had cold. <laughs> Stage four colon cancer, Joe. 
He got oh. 50k. Scammer. I mean, you know how much it costs to play in the main event, right? 50,000. No, no, 10 10k. He's oh, out. okay. Oh, so 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 he's doing all right for himself. He gets 50k. He got the entry money. Did he any entered, I assume? Yeah, and he won. He won the 12 million. No, I'm just and he won it. No. That would be that would be too fucked up. But oh my again, God. Uh, and that's an extra 40k for a hotel for uh, the week, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> some craps, yeah. He, he was how great, and you know what? I'm sure he could move somewhere else <laughs> and do the same shit all over again. It, it worked, yeah, right. So the money's gone, and right after the main event, he blew through all the money, and then he's like, Oh, yeah, like I made a mistake, I shouldn't have said that. Like, there has to be consequences for this crap. How come there's not? I know. Well, I mean, the next case we'll talk about, but it's crazy. I mean, the, the thing is, another thing is, Joe, gambling is like, I mean, I have like gambled in my life. I see how bad it is for a lot of people. Like, imagine being that addicted that you want to play in a main event that you pull this scam. Right. Well, but is gambling the mental health issue or is, you know, faking that you have cancer, the mental health issue? Which I know. One is it? That's why it's so hard. Probably, uh, probably a combination. Yeah, yeah, that's a sick person. Again, I think. Listen, that you, you, if you, if you're starting with some mental problems, yeah. uh, and and you're a smart person and you're a calculating person, uh, it just to me naturally would progress to. I mean, if you're a particularly organized person, like you could kind of figure out the shell game. Uh, I would think. Being a scam artist would that would that would work for you, especially if you're sociopathic. Yeah, my, my friends and I we used to go to the dog track every Saturday when we were younger, like from like 17 years old to like early 20s. We go to dog track every week. Sometimes we like go during the week, Joe, and the same people are there every single time. And you're like, I don't understand. Do these people not work? And then probably, I don't know, six seven. This is when we were like 18 years old, Joe. Probably six seven years ago. My friend and I are like, Let, let's go to the track. We haven't been there in like 20 years. There's not even live racing anymore. There's only simulcasting. And we get there, Joe, and you see the same people we saw when we were like in high school. It's like these people never left. Downtown New Haven, or actually uh, out on Long Wharf in New Haven, there's a place called Winners. And it's the I same thing. It's, you know, Winners. Uh, and, uh, and, Sports, and Sports Haven. Yeah. Um, uh, Jedi, I had to go like six Saturdays in a row through this radio station I worked at. And I will tell you the thing I noticed about winners, not a single solitary one of the joint uh, places <laughs> filled with losers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's I've been to that place once, Joe, the sports haven. It's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, sports haven. It's depressing. And it's funny because, Joe, it's in New Haven. And I was talking to someone the other day from Connecticut. And I love, like, the history of, like, these towns, obviously, and stuff because I've been to all the towns. And the guy was like, you know something about Connecticut? I was like, what? He goes, it is such a nice uh, state. But he goes, think about every city. He goes, every city is a shithole. But, like, Hartford, uh, Waterbury, like, all the Bridgeport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything that's even approaching a city in Connecticut immediately goes to shit. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jed, I, I got another good one here. Um, this is the Amanda Riley one. You have to have seen that one, right? That seems like the most famous one. Uh, yes. She raised 100K um, for her. It was over a 10-year period, Joe. Documented, had a blog, everything. And then someone just came up with a podcast called, her name's Amanda. It's called Scamanda. And it's a super popular podcast exposing this girl. And she ended up getting five years in jail for scamming 100K. Like, she I, even shaved her head and falsified medical records. Yeah. That's how deep she Damn. was in this. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds lucrative if you're doing it. I mean, it sounds like. <laughs> Again, it's so it sucks to say it, but like, there's no real penalty to this. Well, well got... the internet sleuths. I mean, they're really good at outing people. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that real Jedi? They're all like clever detectives, and they they poke holes in the story. They'll say something about their chemo, and then someone will be like, "Wait, I know that 
chemo doesn't work like that and what she exactly and then like once they start unraveling it it's like a snowball well not for nothing but madison russo here doesn't look like she's that well versed in um, medical charts and 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 medical books and she's going to tell you about her chemo treatments for pancreatic cancer. Ooh. Well, Joel. I'd love I mean, to watch that. I would love to, especially internet, that moment where she was full of shit and people were like, what? Well, with the internet, though, that's why this has been on, on a rise, you know, faking cancer, because people can look stuff up. They can go to medical journals and, you know, list all their ailments and go. See, the thing is, what these people do is they go to different states or different cities to get diagnosis from different doctors, you know, and so it's hard for people to actually take them down it actually takes a village to take them down and to expose them because yeah. you know not one person knows everything to call them out on well it's also great that one you know one person like madison russo takes out like five or six thousand internet sleuths at the same time <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> they're all focused on her and there's like 35 other people pulling the same huh. shit Joe, they go to different states and stuff. It reminds me of the priests. Yeah, just go. You're yeah. Done. Go to this there one you... and bust those boys. Put them in Boston. You know what? Send them to Baltimore. Keep them in the bees. <laughs> Remember that guy, um, that Father Gagan or whatever? He was in one of the jails. I think conquered and like an inmate just like stepped on his face, like killed him. How about that video I sent you guys? Wasn't that creepy where the conquered prison is located? Yes. Mm. You're driving down a street. It's all nice houses. And all of a sudden, there's like a, a huge prison. Yeah. Do you know what kind of tax breaks you get for having a prison in your town? I was just imagining those houses have to I be. I don't want to know. <laughs> and I know this sounds I stupid. I know this. Well, you guys are, are you guys familiar with the Cheshire home invasion case in Connecticut? Yeah. The Pettits. The Pettits. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that, this reason is awful, I, by the way. This is like so disturbing. Oh yeah, uh, Jenna, uh, do you know the story? Uh, no, the I father don't. was out on the back deck, uh, sleep on the patio. Uh, it was like a summer night, and these two dudes came in through the uh, screen and beat him with a bat, threw him down the stairs. Uh, took the mother and the daughters hostage. The next morning, they took the mother to the bank. They made her uh, uh, withdraw some money. She tipped off the bank. They figure it out like, oh, she's being really weird. She gets in a car with some rando guy. They go back to the house. His partner, who's a wacko, like career-long criminals, like rape the kids and, and whatnot. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, they come home. Uh, the other guy rapes the wife, um, ends up strangling her to death. And then uh, they tie the kids to the bed. They set the place on fire. Meanwhile, the father climbs out of the out of the basement window. Uh, and by the time he does, the place is surrounded by the most incompetent police department in all of Connecticut. Nothing happens in Cheshire, Connecticut. It's a really wealthy town. And Todd, it's got a prison right in the middle of it. Mm. And I mean, the, it's a super wealthy town. Yeah. Um, and again, they didn't have the uh, they basically sat and waited for the state police to show up uh and by then uh the, all the women were dead that's horrible. yeah what a just a weird case yeah didn't he tie one of them didn't he have like he tied one to a pole or something and he just set it on fire and she obviously just like burned in the fire yeah well here's the other weird thing um there was a like, one daughter was 14 one was 11 and some years ago uh i was i took a limo to uh jfk to take a flight and my driver brings up the case and he was like why don't you think he raped a 14 year old why why do you think he only raped the 11 year old and i was like how why are you even thinking about that right like, I don't like, what are you, I, I, I have no opinion on it. Cause I have never even thought about that. What the fuck, yeah. dude. And you don't want to think about it. Yeah. Like again, sometimes this is the problem with the age that we live in too, Jedi. You can have thoughts in your head about anything. Just shut the fuck up. Like keep it in your brain. It's sometimes it's better 
to just not open your trap. No, but not people you don't. Specific. People don't <laughs> understand. Like, oh, you don't yeah, have to don't. share every thought that comes into your brain. Yeah. Well, going back to you know, people who fake cancer, because I'm sorry, I got I got to go. And I, I wanted to um, put all my stuff in before I left is um, Todd, do you remember Sarah Jane Cavanaugh, who pretended to be a former Marine with cancer? And then, you know, she also attended public events and dressed in uni uh, military uniform. Ooh, double whammy, Joe. <laughs> That's Fake what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. How do you survive that? How do you bounce back from that? She got over a quarter million dollars in donations. So, like, like I'm wondering, the GoFundMes, like, they have so much money. I, I wonder if people can get their money back, if there's any type of, like, way you can do that, or are you just out? No, they do. GoFundMe works with police regarding in fraudulent activity. So, and they do return the money if it's found, you know, fraudulent. So they do work with law enforcement and, you know, try to get be an honest website out there to donate money because then they would be shut down, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I mean, GoFundMe. What what an unbelievable idea that is. The people that created that. Well, yeah. not for nothing, but the people that GoFundMe also profit greatly. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking from a business, business Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, they're, it's so nice that they do that. Well, they're collecting a large fee. Yeah, I think it's like 8%. Yeah. <laughs> the Jedi, more you, you do it, the better they are. It works out. Check us out on Clovercrest Media. And then also check us out on Facebook, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Thanks for listening. And Mort's The End is here. Please subscribe and stay healthy, my friends.